0: that's so sweet and now i'm making valia edit sorry i'm fine okay valia's dreams are coming true
1: (laughs) welcome back friends we're so happy to have you here if you're new let me introduce our show we're the reading queens and we're here to blab about our favorite books why we love them and the book boyfriends we wish were real and we're so happy you're here with us for another episode and guess what Hannah is back. Hi! And today, you also get to meet two new ladies, Joanna and Abby. Hello! And I'm Volume, by the way. Hey, let's get started with the show. Now, we will not delay, and I want you guys to meet these two lovely ladies. So, Joanna will start us off and tell us a little bit about herself.
2: All right. I am Joanna Reeder. I live in Utah with my husband and three crazy kids. Um, my my oldest is adopted, and I don't usually lead with this, but I had kind of an interesting conversation with my middle child the other day. He's six, and my oldest who's adopted, he's eight. He He's always known he's adopted. We've always told him about that. We didn't want him to be like surprised when he was older about it or anything. So um, I was talking to my middle son about it because I guess we haven't been very good about telling the younger two that their older brother is adopted. (laughs) So he was telling me about his friend who's adopted. Yeah. (laughs) But like I said, I, um, I don't usually just bring it up like when I'm introducing myself that he's adopted because I just don't think about it unless we're in like the doctor's office or something and we need like medical history. I just don't even think about it. So it was so cute because I was I was talking to my son who's six and I was like, well, you know, your brother, he's adopted. And he's like, he's like, really? And I kind of had to explain to him, like, what that means, like, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: and how that works and everything. And he was just, he was kind of surprised, like, "Hmm, I didn't know that. And my, my older son, the one that is adopted, he was standing right there. And I just kind of looked at him to make sure he was like, okay, with this conversation we were having, right? It's like, "Eh, whatever, like, I know this, Mm -hmm. it's normal. (laughs) We just, we like to say that, he was meant for our family. He just came down a different elevator. So yes, I love yeah, that. He <laughs> was kind of cute. That's so, so cute. But I need to be better about teaching his siblings. And
3: well, I find that kids forget things though. Like I've taught my children four times how babies
2: are made, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I thought
3: this was an awkward conversation I'd have to have once, but I had to have it repeatedly because they'd be like, "What? What are you what talking are you, about?"
0: i found so, out from a book i kid you not i did it, I well. like, it was it was like how god made people and i was like oh this is gonna be a cute little creation story no nope, it was not it was, it, was a full on learning. it was how people made people i was scarred it was so bad
1: no I think it's really cool that your kids don't know that your oldest is adopted because that means you don't treat them any different like yeah. I just I just
2: love that <laughs> we don't we don't like, clearly we don't because they didn't even clearly, really, yeah <laughs> like I know I've told them. I know I've told them before I know mm-hmm. we've had this conversation but anyway it was just kind of it was just kind of funny it was a fun yeah, little moment awesome. too and it made me feel better too because my oldest who um just that he was like fine with it he's like whatever like I don't yeah. care that you're talking about this so so yeah um so I write YA fantasy and sci-fi like so many of the ladies that you all heard from so far um my debut novel is called In Her Dreams it's time travel romance I am I'm, I'm still proud of that series. Like, I have other books, but I love that series. And the, yeah. the premise is the main character, Emily, she experiences the memories of the dead in her sleep. And so every night, she essentially time travels back in time and gets to, like, relive cool. different memories of things. And not all of them are great because people die and... Right. That. so so yeah and I I have a few I have a few others I've got um shifter Academy shared universe with a bunch of other authors several of those are co-written with other authors um but right now let me tell you what I'm out right now because hopefully it's out at the time that this recording launches but it's uh, a Drum roll, Faye everyone's doing Yay, Faye. we love Yay. Faye da, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So my first one, the one we're here on right now that should be out by the time this comes out, is called Imitating a Fae Queen. Um, and Hannah did my lovely map for that one. I did
3: your map. Yeah. Yay. It was so fun. It's so such a cute map. Is- and I'm so excited to read it. I loved your prequel novella. Mm-hmm. Was super fun. So, well, I love all the fay books. Me too. Well, I don't know. I love all the good fay books, which means all fun. the good fay books. Thank you. Yeah.
1: Yep, yep. Which is all of in our te- in our little group, yes. all the good fay yes. books. Yes,
2: all the good fay books. So yeah, so that's that's me.
1: That's you. Well, we are super excited to have you here and to be part of this because yeah, I love doing this. So, it's very exciting to share it with the people that I really enjoy spending time with. So, um Abby, do you want to introduce
0: yourself? Yes, I do. So, my name's Abby J Reed and total random fact I did. Okay, Joanna, you're from Utah. I did not u- know Utah had mountains in it until about five years ago. <laughs> wow. Like I'm not even kidding. We, we have I'm, a lot. Okay, we have so a lot. I,
2: <laughs> <laughs> we're like, we're on the other side of the Rockies. <laughs> yeah.
0: I grew up in Southern California and Californians, it's California, Denver, Chicago, Texas, New York, and nothing else exists. And so, <laughs> yeah, I thought it was like flat and ugly and I actually drove through it it's like oh my gosh this is beautiful like (laughs) I kind of want to live here so there you go I did not know your state actually was like real so (laughs) (laughs)
2: yeah it's a very pretty state
0: (laughs) yeah and my husband's from Delaware which I forgot was a state like I thought it was just a city or something (laughs) until I actually went to go visit it it's like oh this this is real too this is interesting okay (laughs) um But other things about me, I am a typical Enneagram seven, if anybody's into the Enneagram. Yep. I am so, into the Enneagram.
3: Yes. Oh, what's your number? What's your number? I'm a five with a four wing. Oh, I love I'm it. I'm a one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't and think I just, it's surprising to anybody.
3: <laughs> Thus, we are all here. <laughs> yes, exactly. <Yeah. laughs>
0: Yeah. So I love travel. I love doing things. I love painting and tennis and not being at home, stuck in a chair, just anything outside. Um, I I have chronic migraine. So all my fellow migraineurs out there, Mm -hmm. I hear you. I see you. I love you. (laughs) I write science fiction, fantasy, middle grade, working on a memoir though. My current series right now is a YA sci-fi series. It's called the stars fall circle series and um, my debut was called When Planets Fall as part of that and by the time this comes out I should be staring down the release of book three, so the end of the trilogy yay Yay. so (laughs) So exciting yeah, and other random things I'm the oldest of five kids I have no kids myself I have two dogs and I love them they are my children (laughs) (laughs) and yeah, that's about it for me
3: but what does the J stand
0: for? joy
1: I can see it. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, oh, funny story about that. So my mom actually lived overseas in China. And so when they were picking out my name, they wanted something to reflect a word in Chinese. And so they picked the word for a good marriage, which is the symbols joy, joy, double joy. And so my name means Joy, and my middle name means Joy. So it's Joy, Joy, Double Happiness, Good Marriage. That's so cool. Kind of, nice. Yeah, it's kind of a fun thing.
1: Yeah, that's that's pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited you're here too, because... That, that was just like fun thing to learn about you because I mean we had conversations where you know we introduce each other and kind of get to know each other but I feel like I learn something new about you guys every single week which I love you know because yeah yeah me too that's how it works so we're gonna start off with our favorite question that everybody gets asked and it is what is your favorite book and why so Joanna I know you have a list. Yeah, I brought the rule. Let's roll. talk about I it. <laughs> <roll>.
2: <laughs> Yay, best. when I heard Rose had like three, I'm like, I don't even think I can narrow it down to three. <laughs> so I have a list, and the reason why is because it's it's evolved over the years. What my favorite right. book is, you know, obviously. because yeah, yeah, yeah. You read something new, you're like, now this is my favorite book. Um, yeah. But I have to I have to bring up Twilight because it was the reason I started reading. Hey, <laughs> okay, that's <writing>. okay. <laughs>
0: It's okay.
2: <laughs> that's what got me into YA. And that's why I have to bring that up. Like, I know it gets a lot of hate, but it is the reason why I got into YA. So.
1: It's the reason why a lot of people read now. Exactly. I will yeah. always yeah. be thankful for that. Exactly.
3: Me too. <laughs> yep. Me too. Yeah. I feel like it's part of the reason YA exists as a genre. So we can just like all stop getting annoyed about it. Exactly. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> like, just because yeah. Better YA came out later does not change that it was like a breakthrough. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because before I
2: that, I only read classics. I- oh, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> so Do like I'm a completely different spectrum. <laughs> yes. And I read it because I heard so much about it. It had been out for, right. I, think, I think Eclipse was already out by the time I read it. So okay. anyway.
0: Oh, same with me. Same with me. But I was reading like. I was reading post apocalyptic novels because my church only had romance Amish novels and like end times post apocalyptic stuff. <laughs> so I went, those were my two options growing up. So, okay. I, I went the for the uh,
2: romance Amish, personally. <laughs> <laughs> I will read that. A little Jeanette Oak. <laughs> yeah. So, another favorite, especially when I was younger, was Ender's Game. Okay. Mm, I love Ender's Game. The twist at the Ooh. end, like everyone says they saw it coming, but I was young and I didn't and so I was like <laughs> jaw dropped to the floor when I read that one. I also love The Night Circus by Erin oh, Morgenstern. yeah. I forgot about that book. I only read half of that. <laughs> I haven't read it yet. I really need to finish. <laughs> should finish. It's good. Yeah. I, I can't really say it's my favorite because I've only read it once. Usually I reread over and over Okay. If it's my favorite, but I love it because of the lyrical prose, I love the lyrical mm-hmm, prose yeah. in that. I'm a sucker for that. Um, yeah, the
1: writing was really good, I just, I just mm-hmm. stopped halfway through for some reason and never went back to it, but people keep recommending that book to me so I really need to finish.
2: It's a good one, it's a good one. And then I love the selection series. You guys yes, you do. Oh.
3: I like enjoy the selection series, but I don't seem to have the like die-hard love that like Not a lot how of Joanna. I no.
1: All. I know you love no. that. <laughs>
3: uh, they're fun though. and It was a fun concept.
2: My husband and I guilty pleasure, we love to watch The Bachelor and The Bachelorette together. Like he loves it <laughs> yeah. too. So we watch it together and I swear, every time we watch a season, I'm like, oh, I got to go read this selection series again. <laughs> so I think that's why. Because yes. we watch that show together and we. Uh, now you need to write a, like, the best. I You do. So, yes. yes. I want to. Yeah. I need to. <laughs> yes. yes.
0: Joanna, you need to read One to Watch. Hey, it's called it's an adult one, but it's basically a plus size um, blogger who goes on the bachelorette. Oh,
2: nice. So oh, that's so sounds good. Fun. That so does funny. sound fun. Kay. Yeah, I just I need it. to read that. There you go. We're that, just yeah. going to
1: recommend bachelor uh, books to you from <laughs> now on.
2: <laughs> yes, thank you. I also love the Vampire Academy series. Yes, uh, <laughs> we so talk much. about that all I the know, time because we love it. it. I love that one. Um, Speaking of lyrical prose, Maggie—I don't know how to say your last name—Steve Fader.
1: Steve Fader.
2: My favorite. So I couldn't really even pick one of her books that would be my favorite because I just—I love—I just love her.
1: I know every time I read her books, I'm like, I will never be at this level, <laughs> but I just want to read all of this.
2: I—I <laughs> I, I usually listen to hers, and I feel like I absorb that a little bit. And I'm hoping I can like, put it back out on Maybe paper, that's you know? Yeah, so,
0: that's right. Hopefully. Yeah. Do you have one of that you keep going back to for her?
2: The Raven Cycle.
0: Yes. Yeah. Oh, I
2: love those I love ones. Those ones. I, I, mm-hmm. I'm going to be reading that one for a future
3: podcast. Yeah,
1: that's right. Um, yes.
3: because I read those ones first and then Scorpio Races, which I loved. And every oh, November I'm like, I'm going to reread it. And then I don't. And then, but then when I tried to read her Shiver series, I think I read one, and I was like, "Well, that seemed like typical whatever," because it was like her first books. Yeah, I just that's didn't what get I, into it. Mm-hmm,
1: that's what I read first is that back when it was first mm-hmm. coming out. So like. It, mm, was yeah, so it was still a thing. Yes. So it's still a thing. I would have liked w- it better than that. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. yeah. <laughs> Cause it wasn't so typical or whatever. And so I love those books. I remember those books giving me those like angsty feelings. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how some yeah. books just yes. Feelings. And so that's why we like
2: Twilight. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. But she she's amazing. She's incredible. And she's so fun as a person. I've met her a couple of times, and every time I'm just like, you're so cool. <laughs>
2: I hope to meet her someday. <laughs> yes. Do you remember
0: the title of the one she wrote? It, like the girl in the van and they make up their own like radio station. Yeah, the, all the
2: cricket saints. <sighs> I haven't read that one yet. I have it on my shelf back there. All the cricket saints. Yes.
0: <laughs> yes. That one's my favorite. Yeah. I love, I just love metaphysical stuff. Like mm-hmm. the idea turned into reality. I just love that. I'm a sucker for it. Yeah. She, yeah. She's incredible.
2: She is. Yeah, so there's my list. I mean, I, I love classics, too, so I have a few of those on my list, too, but I have too many favorite books.
3: I didn't even try when it was my turn. I just, like, picked one I liked. I was like, this can be my favorite. <laughs> favorite of the week. It's like, right for right now. <laughs> my favorite favorite book I read last year, I think, maybe.
0: <laughs> I love I that. I refuse to choose. What about you, Abby? I have a list as well, and these are my favorites recently okay. because I'm like everyone else and I have too many <laughs> So, of course, Throne of Glass, um, Sarah J. Maas. I need Mass. to read those. I saw I read those. You oh. haven't
3: read those? <laughs> no.
2: I need to. I know everyone what has. What are you
0: doing with your life?
2: Yeah,
3: I've only read the
1: first three.
3: Oh, uh. I it I... I mean, by book four, it's when they're good. I hate to say. No, book <laughs> one was Okay. I thought and then book two was like better and then by the end of book three I was like give me the next book. My
1: favorite was book two and then I know stuff that happens after that and I wasn't happy with it so I stopped. Oh,
3: <laughs> you just loved, you love. I don't know how to say Kale. the name, yep. Kale. Kale, I sure Kale. did. Kale too much? Sure
1: did. He, get, he,
3: gets <laughs> his whole, he
1: gets a whole book though. That's true. You gotta
3: keep reading so you can read his book.
1: Yeah, but I always get annoyed when the guy that I pick for the main character to be with she doesn't end up with and so sometimes I just don't finish series like Andrea it was Andrea Kramer she had a werewolf series that was the most amazing thing ever and it didn't turn out the way I wanted so I didn't read book three anyway
0: Abby let's talk about more of your books (laughs) all right well for the record my favorite is the prequel novellas those are good okay the whole scene with sam that's like my cry book anytime Uh, i I need to cry i'll just go in and i loved
3: rowan the best so i was happy when we got to rowan (laughs) but i did like the prequels and i was like kale is nice these are better (laughs) now there's rowan sorry it's okay no worries
0: Another one of my favorite books is—I'm going to go real hardcore sci-fi on you guys—but *The Three Body Problem*. Oh my gosh, so... yes!
2: I've heard of that. Yeah. That's okay, going to be a brain... show or
0: a movie. Like it's coming. Yes! yes! <laughs> oh my gosh, I thought that. Yeah, it like my brain literally explodes mm-hmm. every time when I get to the ending, and I feel smarter after. it. Yes. like I feel like oh my gosh, I understand physics. Like I'm so smart. <laughs> this is great. Like I love that book. The whole the whole trilogy. And then I'm currently reading The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue, by Schwab. I've seen that one everywhere. Yeah, like talk about lyrical writing it's like taking a bath in words okay like, yeah. that's- then I, I need that's awesome. to read it then
1: you need to read it <laughs> yes. that book yeah. has been recommended to me so much i have it because i got it from like the book of the month subscription but i just haven't gotten around to it but it's the one that one of my friends was like okay this is a your you book like it's 100 you book you need to read it and i'm like okay i haven't yet but <laughs>
3: i'm curious about it i was iffy on her other books I, like, think her writing's brilliant, but I don't like her characters, so I'll we'll see.
1: Yeah, I've heard that before, actually, about her, so you'll be curious if you read it.
3: I only like morally gray characters if they have a good motive, mm-hmm. and I found that hers were just, like, I don't know, their motives weren't my motives? I don't know, mm-hmm. I don't know, morally gray characters are tricky.
0: Oh, I love more, like, the darker they are, the better. And I love, like, I love her characters because they're so up my alley, like, dead bodies yeah. and, like, everything. Right, which I'm is what like, I, so
1: this, which is how I am. Hannah's over here with her little fairy tale. Fairy I'm, like, <laughs> <storytelling. laughs>
0: I'm like, eh, where's the gore? Like, yes. I would just like some gore? rainbows yes. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: and flowers. A
3: sunshine. Yeah. yeah. It's all okay. Or, like, flowers
1: show. on your grave. That's where we flo- throw flowers.
0: Yeah. <laughs> all right has anyone read madeline langle's non-fiction because i love those books the crosswick journals
3: i think i've read one of them but now i can't remember it's been a bit i love them they're like she's a super a smart lady
0: yes she's like chapstick for my soul like it just. You know,
1: <laughs> i love it your visuals over. oh my gosh yes. <laughs> you're
0: so good <laughs>
3: We all want some soul chapstick.
0: (laughs) Yes. You got to read her books. That's what they are. Okay. Which one should I read? Walking on Water. Okay. Okay.
3: That might have been the one. Is that like the Faith and. Faith in Art. Faith in Art one? Yeah. It's like like the first time
0: I felt seen as an artist when I read that book. It's like, oh my gosh, somebody gets me. Like, I love this. That's awesome. And then, oh, I have two more books on my list. Uh, The Way of Kings by Sanderson. Yes. which mostly because I have a giant book crush on Kaladin yes <laughs> he's like my type of book boyfriend right there <laughs> and then Stuart Gibbs as an author so he's a middle grade author and his books just crack me up like I feel like I have a junior high soul inside of me who laughs, <laughs> at fart jokes and like poop jokes and everything and it's so written for middle grade boys I just die every time because they're so amazing
1: are your siblings boys or girls I have three girls, siblings, and a brother. Oh, okay. I was going to say, if you had brothers, like that would be perfect, because I have four brothers, and that's my humor, too, <laughs> just because I grew up yeah. with it. So, okay,
3: so he apparently has, like, 50 books, so which one should yeah, I read to lie. my children?
0: Uh, do they like animals? Yes. Okay, so start with his Fun Jungle series. Okay. And so it's about, think, like, SeaWorld meets Disneyland. And a kid lives there, and it basically it's a each book is a mystery involving some sort of endangered species, and it's really awesome. That sounds
3: fun. That sounds fun. I was never really into middle grade because I like romance too much, and there's never, I mean that's like it's middle grade. <laughs> yeah. But um, now my kids are eight and ten, and they still like thankfully let me read to them, and so we get to read middle grade together, and I am developing an appreciation it's such
0: a fun genre i think it's mm-hmm. underrated like it's definitely just, it's sweet and you can sneak in like all these deep metaphors and lessons about life and people go in expecting like something light and fluffy mm-hmm. and then you come out with your soul torn apart <laughs> See, you're like, oh I'm, almost,
3: <laughs> I'm like almost afraid of middle grade honestly because i've read so many that i'm like these are so much darker than the, like grown-up books i've been reading
0: I know right I think there's a trend right now to write like deeper darker childhood depression like the death of a sibling and stuff and so goodness
3: my middle kid though she's hilarious she's eight and she has realized that nearly every book she's read recently starts with a child moving to a new house
1: she's like she's traumatized Ugh. now
3: i know well she's like every book is just the same oh they're like all start with a kid moving to a new house so i'm always See, like i need that to find that a book been where no one dream. is my dream she moved to that a new house been my dream.
0: yeah like i hated staying in the same place all the time like yeah. the same house i wanted a haunted mansion oh, minus same the same come but with, like, i wanted
1: the haunted with the haunted. haunted.
0: secret passages like creaky things keys everywhere oh like lock and key
1: oh yeah that would have been yeah i read the graphic and the show and i actually really liked the show i thought they did a good job uh you know adapting it but it was very like stranger things-esque but with but like with a mansion, but with a mansion and like the secret towers with the the doors and the keys and stuff. Anyway, you should watch it, yeah, Hannah. I should
2: watch <laughs> it. just stay away from that stuff. Everything's better with a
3: mansion.
2: Joanna's like, Joanna's nah, like,
3: no, we're I'm good.
1: Okay. <laughs> going to watch lived Barbara in the
2: academy, or exactly, <laughs> exactly. No, but when you've lived in a house that is haunted for legit, it's not as mm. much fun. It's like not fun It's anymore. not fun. That's true. <laughs>
1: Can you share your story? Are you comfortable sharing your story? Because most people don't know you have had haunted experience. Well, it's a long
2: story. (laughs) Um, Okay, so my oldest child, the one that's adopted, he Mm -hmm. can see ghosts. He still can see ghosts, and he's eight. And when he was about four and could really start, like, communicating with us that he could see them, that's when like things started happening in our house because he would talk to them in our house. And once we, uh, once we knew we were, that they were there, that's when like things started happening. And how creepy. Yeah. I could tell you all kinds of things. We were, (laughs) most of the stuff happened when my, when my youngest was a baby. Um, okay. She's four now. And I would be up in the middle of the night feeding her. And like, I swear that's when like everything would happen. And I remember there was one night I was sitting on the couch feeding her and my son came out of his room. He was four at the time. And he was talking about these, um, he would call them witches that were underneath his bed and talking to him and how he, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> he didn't want to like be in his bedroom. And so he'd come and sit with me on the couch and. Um, He's, he's, a, he's kind of a sober kid, if that makes sense. Okay. Like, yeah, he doesn't, like yeah, he doesn't makes. St- I mean, he, he's a kid, but like, he, he mm-hmm. doesn't just like make that kind of stuff up just right, you know, yeah. and especially at that age, like, so he was, he, I remember he was sitting next to me on the couch and he, uh, we had our, we had our computer in our living room at the time and it was a desktop and he was saying, oh, it's coming out. Out of the room, and I can't see anything because I can't see ghosts. I'm like, right, like most people <laughs> can't see ghosts. So he's like, it's coming out, and like right when he said that, the monitor lit up on the computer and we were far away from it. Like we weren't anywhere near it. Like as if mm-hmm. something had like hit the mouse or something and it had turned Right. Up. And like a second later yeah, yeah. he like tucked his feet up close to him because it was like right at his feet and he was like terrified. Oh, my gosh. So <laughs> then like, and I can't remember how much longer oh, this, I know. I, know. <laughs> I remember how much longer this was. Um, it was, I think it was the same year, but we were up in. So whenever we would have issues in the house, my middle yeah. child he, he always gets nightmares. That's kind of how I know that something's going on, too, because he can't see them. He's never been able to see them. But he would have, like, horrible, horrible nightmares. And there was one night that, um, where it was in the middle of the night. He was two at the time. My husband was, like, saying a prayer to kind of, like, get rid of whatever was, like, bothering us at 2 a.m. And um, my oldest son, the one that sees the ghosts, he was in his bed in the other room, like, sound asleep. And right when my husband like said the words like cast out, whatever it was, we heard this like loud, like smack, Ah. like, like huge, heavy. It sounded like my son had fallen out of bed and he continued on with this prayer he was saying. And I thought, Oh, he's my my kid's going to run out here crying because he fell out of bed and he didn't. And once it was over, we, um, we ran into his bedroom to make sure he was okay. And he was back in his, like he was in his bed. So we didn't, I mean, It wasn't fun, and (laughs) we didn't think much of it, but then the next morning, um, we didn't even say anything to my oldest about what had happened the night before, that his brother was up with a nightmare, and he's like, oh, well, the witch pushed me out of bed last night. Yeah, that was probably the worst, (laughs) but yeah, we have have all kinds of, I have got lots of stories about what's happened. (laughs) Yeah. In other news, Joanna's moving. <laughs> yes, this <that> is true. <laughs> not because of the ghosts, but what's funny is we haven't – okay, so we got rid of them finally about a year and a half ago. But things have been happening since we decided to move that it's like maybe they're not happy that we want to move. My – middle child who's now six is having nightmares again and mm-hmm. my oldest who I swear he's not afraid of anything right now but he refuses to sleep in his bedroom downstairs and has been sleeping on the hardwood floor for the past like two weeks because he oh, refuses goodness. to sleep down there so <laughs> but we're <That's> leaving <laughs> yes. but at the same time because he sees them I don't think we're ever gonna be without him saying something. I just hope we get right. away from the bad stuff and it doesn't follow us where we're going. Yeah.
0: Oh. Please tell me you're moving to a fluffy pink cottage with like a white
3: picket fence. A just new like- one. Yes. There's yeah, like three churches one.
1: around you. You can make yeah. a little triangle. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yes. <laughs> it's See, that's different, though, because it's it's your kid. Like, I feel like yeah. I wouldn't want to be in a haunted place with my kid either. But if I was by myself, give me a haunted mansion. <laughs> I'm good.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no. Also, no. Like, a haunted, like, normal house doesn't sound nearly as fun as a haunted mansion. That's true. true. You don't have secret <laughs> passageways or turrets or, like anything Nothing
2: to make up for the ghosts. Exactly. yeah exactly. <laughs> it's Pretty not cool. the same atmosphere gardens yeah. yeah so we can't watch scary movies because i swear things come back whenever whenever because i love listening to podcasts like paranormal podcasts and things like that mm-hmm. and i swear when i listen to those kind of things and all of a sudden he's something happens then...
0: <laughs> i'm the same way though i can't i can't handle anything scarier than a middle grade like horror paranormal <laughs> novel like i just can't it it, I don't know. It just, it brings the darkest forth. I don't know if that makes any sense, but I just... Yeah.
1: It does to yeah. other people, but not me, because I'm
3: weird. <laughs> Valia loves the dark. I love the dark. She lives in it's it. My,
1: it's my therapeutic. If I'm, like, feeling down or something, I'm like, let me watch a scary movie. This is going to make me happy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this person's life is so much worse than Exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but I always do, like, I, I also really love, like, the slasher genre and stuff, so I will always, like, <laughs> oh. rewatch, like, Scream or something when I'm just, I need to watch something. <laughs>
3: She loves these and Jane Austen retellings. Yep, you
2: know, like. basically.
1: I'm very <laughs> so balanced. Nice for balance.
2: yeah. <laughs> like the Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Have you seen that?
1: I have, actually. And I kind of enjoyed it. I'm not going to lie. I thought the girls were really, really good. I very much hated darcy in it though because i just uh, did not connect with the character playing him or the actor playing him um because he's like the crow on the maleficent movies if you guys seen that
0: mm-hmm.
1: oh yeah i didn't
0: put that together yeah.
1: and he was just i don't know he didn't hit the darcy vibe for me well enough like i like the uh knightley character way better i felt i felt they like did good job with casting everybody but darcy <laughs> I was like, why? This would have been so good. Um, but I still really enjoyed it because I, I think I'm the minority on that one, too. But it's OK.
0: <laughs> so do you like true ki- true crime podcasts then as well? I do. I mean, I listen
1: I listened to a lot less now um, because I don't have the commute because I telework half the time. Mm-hmm. But um, like my favorite murder is like top of my podcast list. I always listen to those. And there's a few that had like doctor... Um, episodes. I can't remember what they're called now, but it's literally about doctors being bad, which is hilarious because my oh. mom is a doctor, so I don't know why I'm listening to those.
0: So doctors being bad, not like a house. Ooh, he's bad. No. But like a, I like kill you bad. Yeah, like they're literally just like there was
1: one epis uh, one podcast episode, um, not an episode. I think it was a series where it was just following this one doctor who would like go to doc- go to hospitals and work there for a year, and he would just like murder people, <laughs> and oh then he would gosh. move on. It was yeah. I that was that was a while back, so I don't I don't remember a lot of specifics about that one, but...
3: I don't really need any specifics. <laughs> you're good, you're good with that. <laughs> <laughs> then I would, like, not only be scared, but also not be able to go to the hospital anymore.
0: <laughs> That's actually brilliant, though, because, I mean, you can just stick a body down in the morgue and
3: nobody would nobody know. Nobody would know. Also... Well, did they catch him eventually? I don't
0: remember, actually. I don't know if
1: they, like, the season ended before they had like, actually caught him or what was happening there, I would have to go back and check. But, you know, they say, like, some of the most um, notorious serial killers of, like, the world are... There was, like, a, a nurse or something like that that killed over, like, 189 people or something at the hospital. And, like, people don't even think she's a serial killer, but, like, she is, actually. And she's one of the most notorious ones because... She just murdered like that many people in a year because she just <laughs> threw a bubble into
0: their IV or something, you know. And that's so is it. this like a angel of death type of killer, yeah. like the ones who bring try to they kill because they think they're bringing mercy onto the suffering. The nurse, people? the
1: nurse one was, yeah, for sure. Okay, there's a few actually that are like that, but I have to say that women when when they want to get things done, they really do get things done. <laughs> <laughs> very, very good at it. Um which is why when I was doing so I have this unpublished book that I don't know if it'll ever see the light of day but it has to deal to do with serial killers and I had to really study um the way like you know the mind works and stuff like that and some of it came from my work obviously but A lot of it came from like research into that and listening to podcasts. Please
3: tell people what your work is. Yeah, I'm going to say.
1: say. (laughs) I work in the like the public defender police like that the criminal criminal justice system there you go that's the word to use okay yeah. I work in that so I've had She's not an angel of mercy. <laughs> no yeah. um I've had training when it comes to like forensic psychology and stuff like that so wow. um some of it came from that but a lot of it came from my own research and it was just fascinating how many how little amount of women are caught and how like, crazy they are when they are like if a serial killer who's a woman that is caught they're probably have done like 10 times more stuff than a man who was caught because they're just so good wow. at it <laughs> that they could just keep doing it forever and by the time they do get caught they like don't even know how much that was done basically anyway i can get into like Scary. a whole conversation about that but i found it i find it fascinating so
2: have you read dan well series
1: that I hunt killers one,
2: no the I'm not a serial killer. I, I'm, I'm not, not a serial, serial killer. killer. Yes,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: He wrote. I, I did. think he wrote those for the same reason because he was just fascinated.
3: Yeah, serial killers. That's... <laughs>
2: Well, man, I'm gonna have to read this
3: now. Yeah, I keep hearing him. Like, I listen to their podcast, Writing Excuses, and whenever he talks, I'm like, I am reading none of your books. <laughs> I'm like, super interesting and not gonna read them. Yeah, that's but that's part
1: of it. The book that I have uh, written that was supposed to be a, like a series, it's gonna be a trilogy. And um, I was like sending out to agents at at that point and people were like, it's not dark enough. Oh, it's too dark. It's not dark enough. It's too dark. I'm like, pick a side. (laughs) (laughs) I can make it darker if you want to or I can tone it down like somebody give me something here. But it kind of is the same way where it's like a teenager who has to deal with the fact that somebody in her life is a serial killer and how that affects her. And then there's like a murder that happens and it goes from there and it was very interesting to take on like a teenager from that point of view dealing with like the truths that she found out and like everything else. So maybe one That's day. Awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah. You need to put that out. Cause I would read that.
1: Yeah, I, I have one. happy
3: for you to, <laughs> to have written it. Hannah will just congratulate me from a distance. <laughs> exactly. I'm, like, Ten foot I'm pole. so happy for you that you wrote that book.
1: Yeah. No, we'll see. I'm slightly
3: concerned. <laughs>
1: Most people are concerned. It's fine. I'm used to it. It's okay. <laughs> but I feel like this is a good segue into our little question of the day. Because, you know, guys, we're doing this now because I love learning more about people and the weird answers that we get sometimes but our question of the day and you guys can participate in the instagram if you want to pick one but if you could be one of these supernatural creatures vampire werewolf or a banshee which would you be hannah
3: um i would be a werewolf because i think that drinking blood and also being undead are not sounding very fun as mentioned i'm a little you know not dark (laughs) um and if you're a banshee you like know when people are gonna die Yeah, seems also like I like sleeping at night and also (laughs) I want to be like, I want to be the kind of wolf. Oh, I can't be a vampire because I don't sleep at night because they're dead in the day Um, (laughs) right but i want to be like the kind of werewolf that is a person that shifts fully into a wolf i want to say like i don't want to like turn into one of those weird like half in between like (laughs) werewolfy i'm making like hand motions you can't see monster (laughs) things because that is icky but if i could be a wolf and like run free in the forest oh yeah i'd be okay with that i can but do you have
0: your clothes when you transfer into a wolf
3: I guess it depends on if it's magic or if there is some natural physics reason why. I figured, okay, so, like, in my books, in my books I have, because I write fairy tale romances, mm-hmm. which, as mentioned, are very light and fluffy um, and also not sexy. So I was like, I can't have them be naked all the time. Um, but I figured, like, if it was, like, if they were a creature, like, from birth who would be shifting back and forth, then it would make sense if they didn't have clothes, because that's just, like, their nature. But True. if they... Are cursed and it's a magic spell. Magic spell. Magic spell. You can do what you want because it's a magic spell. Oh, it's whatever the curse maker like came up with. Yeah. So that's my theory. If you are like, I also had a half-written mermaid series, which
0: Mm,
1: mermaids.
3: Um, maybe I'll fix sometime, but it's a hot mess. Um, but my mermaids like they transformed from like human form to mermaid form based on water pressure because it Ooh. made sense so like as they got deep they would but if they're in shallow water they'd be human that's why you've never seen a mermaid see oh
0: that makes uh, sense that makes actually it.
3: yeah yeah but because of the way they transformed they would like i don't know i guess you just couldn't wear bottoms or else they'd be fused inside you and that'd be terrible yeah
0: how do you pee with that
3: like, uh well you pee like a fish when i you're was like how... yeah <laughs> i <laughs> uh, think yeah you feel like a human, when you're a human oh my gosh um and they had to keep stashes of bathing suit bottoms and towels uh in places where they often came up because they were born mermaids but if you're cursed to be a mermaid then see there you go this is Hannah logic
1: yeah so i will write my thriller or i will publish my thriller thing if you finally finish that and let me read it because I don't know if this is
3: motivation for me.
0: <laughs> um, um,
3: <laughs> it should be. <laughs> but uh, maybe after I'm done by fairy tales. Okay. I like it was before I had finished a novel before, and I think I didn't know how to structure very well. Um, Which we all have books like that, so. Yes, but I love, like, I still love the characters and Mm -hmm. the banter and the idea of it all, so I probably will get back to it someday.
1: Well, I love the idea. So I actually
3: (laughs) want to be a mermaid. There's my answer. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want any of those. (laughs) I choose a
2: mermaid. Um, But yeah, werewolf.
1: That's fun. Joanna, what about you?
2: I also said werewolf. Um, We, in the Sister Academy, we had a workaround for the clothing that, um... At the Shifter Academy, there was a kitsune teacher who was a tinkerer, and he invented what we called smart clothing. And so you would wear your smart clothing, and it would shift with you, because these were a bunch of teenagers that we didn't want running around naked. (laughs) (laughs) And so, but the mermaids, they, all they would wear was top that kind of covered enough. Okay, like like a tunic? Yeah, so like kind of like a tunic little dressing that just covered just enough and with them, it was as soon as they touched salt water, that's when they're too. So if you're in freshwater, so you're if fine. you're, in, I think so, yeah. So if you're in freshwater, <laughs> ra- yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so well, I chose werewolf because so I loved the series Animorphs as a kid. Okay, the idea mm-hmm. of changing into something else, but then going back into human, just yeah. You know, would be fine
3: but your shifter academy like with their smart clothes does that mean when they were in like animal form they were like wearing clothes in animal form it would just like like, it would just kind of
2: like morph with them and then it was just so if they were wearing regular clothing it would like rip and tear when they would shift Mm -hmm. but if they were in the smart clothing it would just kind of like it would like shift with them and then it would shift back
3: but then, like, were they a wolf in clothing? No, because the clothing would okay. just
2: kind of become part of their animal. they fir- oh, Okay, yeah. I got it. I got it. Yeah. So they would turn in, and it would, like the guys would just kind of wear shorts, and then the girls had like a more covering. But
0: because we have to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining a werewolf in a tea
3: dress. <laughs> <laughs> I'm get that out of my head now. That's where I was going to, and I'm like, that can't be right.
0: No. <laughs> <You're> like, oh. <laughs> well, Abby, what would you pick? Well, first, I want to see Has anyone seen the Mako Mermaid show on Netflix? I have seen that it is existing as a show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, I loved that show. It's made in Australia, so everyone has Australian accents. And what I loved about it is the actors are so bad in the first season, and then they get better, and you get to see them kind of grow their craft but um one of them actually was okay, on the vampire diaries it. in it actually two no of two of them like, and it's the h it's yeah.
1: the h2o it's the the mako is like the oh, new yeah. that's what i was yeah, like Wait. Okay. <laughs> i've seen the h2o one yeah because it's got my two favorite girls in it because they were in the originals which is my favorite one and yep. yeah so they have like Haley and rebecca on that's it right. um but it's so true
0: (laughs) they do the first season
1: they literally have
0: tiktoks on there's tiktoks of them like (laughs) Kaleo. like they always say her name really weird it's so good okay but my favorite not my favorite but out of those i'd probably be a vampire not because of the blood because that would be gross and not because (laughs) i'd be undead because that's also gross but because i would love to just Live and see time change. Oh, yeah. Like, can you imagine being 400 years old and you've seen, I, mean, I don't know, you've seen like 1700s and then the 1800s and the steam punky time yeah. and then. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, not history,
2: Abby.
0: You, that, <laughs> you know, then you have the Apple Watch and then we go to space and then we colonize the stars and you're there for all of it. I think that's so awesome.
2: Yeah,
1: I mean, I guess that would be really cool, but I wouldn't want to live through those times. (laughs) (laughs) Can I just time travel to them (laughs) and visit?
3: (laughs) You'll have to ask Joanna. I know, Joanna, Joanna, how does that (laughs) work?
1: (laughs) It depends on how it
2: works, but
3: yes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I would would take that. It's funny, though. um, This question came from one of my favorite shows. Do you guys know Teen Wolf? Have any of you seen that? Oh, yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah. a couple
2: episodes. I watched, like,
3: oh, some Teen that. Wolf, but it wasn't, like, on any platform I could...
1: Though, so, so it's on Amazon Prime, I think right now still. And it's one of my favorite, like, teen shows with supernatural creatures because it's just so fun. But they have a werewolf and a banshee that I'm always, like, fascinated, you know, with, like, their lore. I don't think they have any vampires. But I would be a wolf, just because how Hannah said... I would like like to run through the woods. Also, I write wolf shifters because they're my favorite.
3: <laughs> Have you ever written a vampire in your books?
1: Kind of. <laughs> I did. Sort of. I wrote a vampire into the Thunderbird Academy. Actually, there was a character which I did,
3: which I did read. Sorry. <laughs> you know,
1: yeah, but you don't know. Like the person. Like I didn't. I didn't keep those scenes. <laughs> Oh. Because <laughs> it just didn't work with the feel of the book, but I feel like this character is just gonna make uh, an appearance in the um, the fake Chronicles now. So mm-hmm. you'll have to figure out which one it is, because I'm not gonna be flat out telling you. Is this somebody? A
3: is it somebody from the first book? Uh, or have you not introduced them yet? Did I introduce did read them? It.
1: That one too. I can't remember if I introduced them or not. I will have to uh, go back and. Look at my notes. I don't remember, but you meet them, I'm going to say in the first third of the second book for sure. So if you haven't met them already, but you meet I'm a lot of people. So you can't just be like, oh, this is who it is. <laughs> but I'm excited. It's a game now. Yeah. There is actually, <laughs> the <game's laughs> hide and seek. yes. There's actually <laughs> a really fun uh, vampire lore in the uh, Written in Red series by Anne Bishop. Have you guys ever read that? No, no I haven't. So I highly recommend. At least the first three books. I haven't read the fourth one because I wasn't it came out in a like a weird time, so I didn't never got around to it. And I heard um people having issues with it the way it ended, but the lore in there is like really fascinating because the vampires don't turn into bats or anything like that, but they are they become smoke and they can move like smoke and the whole world, yes, yeah. The whole world is like super fascinating because
3: Abby's extra on board with me. <laughs> yeah, I know I sweet.
1: But the whole world is super fascinating. So if you love like supernatural creatures, I highly recommend. It's very slow burn and it's very setting heavy. Um, it doesn't have like, it's not fast paced, like the books that I write. It's very like setting heavy and very developed and I love it, but it's basically a world where the others, which are supernatural creatures, um, live as bosses basically. And then uh, humans live in, you know, like small villages or whatever. And they kind of have like a war basically that goes on between them, but there's like blood prophets and, um, it follows one of them who escapes from the humans, and the way for her to see a prophecy is if she's cut, and so she was literally held in this, like, place where other blood prophets, and so she has like cuts all up and down her arms and everything because they just were paying for prophecies. So she escaped, and she ends up in this village where this werewolf shifter guy is like the mayor or whatever, and so then. His best friend is the vampire who turns into smoke. And it's like a just, it's so good. It's adult. And it's one of my bet, like my favorite paranormal series. So you guys should check it out. Check
2: that out. So good. Yeah, it sounds good.
1: I love the world building in it. I'm not good at world building, but I love other people doing it.
3: <laughs> you always say that, but I think your world building is good. Well, thank so you. I, do. <laughs> I don't read your books and like, uh, oh, this would be so much better. The
1: world oh, I read my books and I say that. <laughs>
3: But you're allowed to because of your book. That's true. We're all true. like self-critical of yeah. Our own. Yeah, stuff, <laughs> hyper hypercritical.
1: I guess that's true.
3: But yeah, I love Supernatural. Any of you read um, Sunshine by Rob McKinley? Yes, that is my favorite vampire book, and I feel like hardly I've read it. ever read I like it. that one. <laughs> I haven't even heard of it. Yeah, no, neither have I. It came out like it's a weird book for her and it, I don't know if it even came out when vampires are popular. So, hmm. there's a lot of baking in it. That might be why I like it. <laughs> the main character is like a baker and makes cinnamon rolls all the time and also slays vampires and also I don't know. It's like this weird I love it. It has like beautiful writing. I was waiting for you to bring up baking. <laughs> <laughs> it took us almost the, the whole hour to get yeah. Here. <laughs> um, but I did. Yes, I'd love that book. And now I want to send Minbun. There, are you happy? <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> also, I love like the variety of books I always come away with after we're done. I'm like, oh, I have to read like all of these now because some of them I haven't even heard about. So. That's, sunshine
3: used it. to be one of my favorite books so if i was making a list like you guys it would have been on it that was like a book that i brought i brought it to the hospital when i was like giving birth to my first child because i was like i just want something that it was like a comfort book oh you know about vampires you can like reread that about vampires With cinnamon buns <laughs> and you have to read it to understand it's very like it's not a normal vampire book but also like the vampires aren't nice in it it's not like a cutesy mm-hmm. vampire book the vampires are terrible and everyone is gonna die and that's kind of how it goes and um, that's but... your comfort
0: book <laughs> while <laughs> you're giving birth. We kind of skip over that fact.
3: The darkness of <laughs> Hannah comes out. <laughs> There's a little bit of darkness in there. I oh, don't know. I love Robin McKinley. It's this like, I... I'm not going to explain it well, no matter how you try. <laughs> but it's like, and it's all this like interesting world building. It's like an urban one, but kind of not our world because the vampire is like everyone's afraid they're taking over and. They're like, we figure we've got 10 more years before we all like die from vampires. Um, but there's cinnamon
1: <laughs> so We're just really on that. <laughs> I recommend. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to check it out. Kind of happy. Okay.
3: I love it. Is it just
1: a standalone or is there a series? It
3: is. It's a standalone oh. that you desperately wish had a sequel, but Robin McKinley does what she wants and she doesn't want to write sequels very often. So you're just like, oh, okay. All right. I guess that's all you get
1: that's better for me i can't handle another series right now my my reading schedule is just overwhelming (laughs)
3: yes
1: (laughs) so that's good but speaking of reading this is actually perfect because let's talk about the next episode we're going to dive into another trope which i'm really excited about because it's one of my favorites and just like last time each of us will read a different book with the same kind of a trope theme and if you follow us on instagram you can take a guess um leave us a comment and see if you guess what this is but hannah what are you reading next week
3: uh so my book is anna and the french kiss um which i don't i always say i don't read a lot of contemporary i kind of do (laughs) i just like i i read more fantasy but i read a lot of everything um but Anna and the French Kiss is super adorable. I love that book. And it's a good example of this trope and also has a lot of food in it, I think. (laughs) I love books that take place in uh, countries that have fun food. So it's like
2: in Paris and you're like,
1: Fun. Joanna, what about you?
2: I'm reading Starcrossed by Josephine Angelini. Yes.
1: I, I love it one. i am excited for joanna to read that because it's one of my favorite trilogies ever it's greek mythology so yes i am excited it makes me
0: very happy
1: <laughs> abby what about you
0: i'm reading the snow like ashes trilogy by sarah i think you pronounce her last name rage i think it's Rage. Rash. okay so. i butchered that one it's okay <laughs> Yeah, Sarah Rosh. Then yes,
1: but I also love those books too. So yeah,
0: those are <laughs> really good. I've already read them, and now I get to reread them. Yeah. So yay! Yeah,
1: that's fun. That's <laughs> always fun. I like rereading stuff like that. Which I'll be rereading um, the High Society by Ali Carter, and that's not a fantasy as well. So we have two fantasy and two non-fantasy in this one, but that'll be a reread for me, and it's been so long. I'm like excited to take notes, <laughs> my favorite parts, <laughs> and just kind of rediscover them. But yeah, I'm pretty excited to discuss these books next week. So I hope you guys are too. And how'd you guys feel being on the podcast?
2: So Great. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) I know, just putting them on the spot here, but we're having fun. So... Thank you for listening to Reading Queens. Before we go, please take a moment to leave us a review and make sure to follow us on Instagram at Pod. Then stay tuned for the next week and happy reading. Bye! Bye. Bye.